Hello and welcome back to another episode of Take Back Your Crown podcast. I'm your host Taylor Crown and unfortunately this is going to be the last episode of this season. Um, Originally I was not even planning on constructing seasons for this podcast but for the sake of my creative brain constantly racking with new ideas, I have decided to create seasons for this podcast and kind of rebrand and reevaluate the direction I want to go in. I feel like this last season has really opened my eyes to a lot of things that I want and a lot of things um, that have come to light in my brain and just creative visions that I cannot wait to work on and implement for next season. But I thought 2020 was kind of crazy, up and down, highs and lows. So I am looking forward to just sitting with myself, rebranding, creating the best content and the best episodes that I can for you guys to really help you grow as people and really help cultivate that you know burning passion inside you to be better and grow better and do better for yourself for your life and that's kind of where my headspace is at right now um so yeah I've decided it was best to end the season here until next year of course but I kind of wanted to take this time to really kind of recap what I have talked in the last few episodes this last season I guess you could say and I talked about a lot um I talked about a lot that was extremely and is still extremely very important to me a lot of it was based off of heavy topics within my own heart in that I have actually faced during my life and especially within this last year as most of us have experienced similar situations with the entire pandemic. Honestly, there's a lot of, you know, fear of the unknown, a lot of different emotions coming to light. And so I tried to really touch upon things that just kind of popped into my head. I did have a direction where I was heading but certain times I would plan things and I would just get an oh like inkling I guess you could say is that the word yeah inkling <laughs> um and it was like no you need to talk about this and I really hope that I have made some sort of influence on anyone listening just from my own experience and how I have handled it, maybe you have handled it differently and that's okay, you are entitled to handle your life how you want to, but I really hope that maybe I inspired or motivated you to make certain decisions in your life that really empower you and motivate you to be better and know that you at the end of the day you have to choose you and grow for you and do the things that you want to do so I really hope that I kind of created that vibe and put it out there for you all but 
all of the stuff I talked about was extremely important to me, still is, like I've said, a lot of the topics did overlap for that very reason. I think it had a lot to do with the overall topic, kind of. It was like an underlying topic that had to do with mental health and self-worth, which for me anyways, always, always intertwine. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. I think a lot of the things I learned about myself this year involved my mental health, especially my anxiety and how that actually controlled and affected the way I lived my life for so long without even realizing it. Even the moments in my life where I thought I was getting better, growing better, and doing things that would not let my anxiety control me, at the same time, there were still so many things that I did that was out of pure anxiety. Like, especially in terms of chasing relationships, that was definitely an anxious, clingy attachment style that I had developed And even when I thought I grew from that and was doing better with that, I would get roped into the same old routine. And then I would just heal that even further. And now, like, I don't chase anyone. Anyone. I chase what I want first. So, um, yeah, I talked a lot about my anxiety, how that influenced my physical well-being as well as my relationships and friendships as as well that I have involved myself in or have exited this year. My journey has not been easy in the slightest and no one's journey is by any means. But the things I've learned this year were some of the biggest lessons and I've cherished every single moment. I actually, I really, I think I have mentioned this throughout this entire season is that I've really benefited from 2020 despite everything going on in the world, despite financials, despite jobs. I have really cultivated who I am and have grown into, like, I I want to say the absolute best version of myself. And of course, I am still working on that, but... I am really proud of how much work I put in this year because I did it for me. I didn't care. I don't want to say I didn't care about what was going on, but I didn't let the things that actually don't necessarily have any meaning, like financials and jobs. Like I get it. It it was a rough year for everyone. A lot of people lost their jobs and I'm not trying. I lost my job and I'm not trying to say that to be insensitive I'm saying that at the end of the day you should be blessed to have that roof over your head still like you still have a car you still have friendships you still have family you still have food like there are so many more things that are are more important than money there's just your health and your overall well-being and I, I think that's you know more than enough um excuse me if I'm wrong but I, I'm like so out of breath, honestly, because, um, I just get really passionate talking about my journey and reflecting back. Like it is a crazy life. It's been a crazy journey. And I remember, I think back in 2018, actually saying to myself, huh, after I get through this, like, I don't think it could get any worse than that because 
I had hit almost rock bottom in 2018, or what I thought was rock bottom. And after I said that to myself, it did. It got worse. Ten times worse, actually. And the biggest lesson I learned was that life truly does have the ups and downs, and they are meant for you. They are meant to teach you and shape you into who you are meant to be. Um, They are meant to serve as part of your learning process and your personal development, as crappy as it may be sometimes to go through. And I've also learned that if you keep repeating a similar cycle, it'll keep happening to you until you learn that lesson that's trying to be taught, which I guess might have been the thing holding me back for so long. And I'm so glad I finally learned the lesson and grew into who I'm meant to be. But in regards to my cycle, so sure, like I I kept growing, developing my mindset little by little, but kept repeating these cycles, right? And the craziest part is like, I knew I was repeating a cycle, I think, was it this year? Maybe this year or last year where I kind of caught on to a pattern that emerged. And um, I knew I was repeating a cycle when my phone broke, then my car broke, and then something would happen with my financials, my bank account or something. Well, I think I actually finally learned the overall lesson. Like, I'm not saying this to brag or boast or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, my personal experience in how learning the lessons that life presents to you is so important or you will keep repeating those cycles until you learn them. And so I think I finally learned that overall lesson because a few, I don't want to say, maybe last month actually, The cycle started to repeat itself, actually. Actually, end of October, probably. And it ended way differently than I could have probably ever imagined it in a way that I was not used to in the past whatsoever. So I remember, like, my phone would break and then my car would go and then I was struggling to barely survive, couldn't afford anything, you know, became dependent on my dad again. It was just like a whole mess, but... This time was extremely different, and um, my phone, when it broke, it only cost me like $29 to fix when it used to be hundreds, and that was like with the insurance thing, which of course sounds like no big deal, but every time my phone would break, something would happen to where my insurance was like expired or... I somehow forgot to get it when I got my new phone and then it would cost me hundreds of dollars to get a new phone. So this time was the first time it only cost me $29 and I was like, bless. But my car then, like a few weeks after that, actually needed a new brake line for $800 and I took it in originally because the dash lights all magically turned on. And I was like, well, this isn't good. (laughs) And I was going to take it the next day. And then when I went to drive it the day I noticed a few minutes later, my, what turned on? Oh, my check engine light turned on too. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, yeah, we're going to go. So I took it in because of that. And they basically told me, you know, my speed sensor tripped all my all my sensors on and they are actually still all on but I have verified several times before I left that shop that my car is safe to drive so I don't die on the road and 
he told me, yeah, of course, no worries. Or like, I wouldn't have let you drive it away. (laughs) Um, so he was like, my biggest concern though, is that your brake line's leaking. And I was like, I haven't noticed a difference in my pressure in my brake line. I haven't noticed like a change in anything. Normally for brakes, especially you kind of get like the squeaking or like, you know, you feel the pressure drop and you kind of have those things that happen that you start to notice. And so none of that had happened to me. So I was just like, oh, well, I'm going on a trip. So I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna peace out. All right. I'll take care of it. Like when I come back and he was like, you know, like, I really don't want you driving like this and that you have to be really careful. I'm worried about the red lights. And I'm like, I drove here fine. Like my brakes are fine. Like it's not a big deal. I'm thinking like they're trying to calm me into fixing something that doesn't need fixed. And so I get in my car, my brakes completely are gone. Like they don't work magically. So I like storm back in there. I'm furious. I am so upset. I thought they purposely screwed up my brakes. So I would have to pay all this money to get them fixed. Cause they were like a locally owned, like family owned place that I had never been to before. And I was forced to go there just for a diagnostic read because apparently Advance Auto doesn't do them anymore. And that was the closest like location. And I didn't want my car to magically like die on me while I drove somewhere farther away. So I'm freaking out. I'm crying. I'm screaming. I'm yelling. I am so mad. I thought this guy like screwed me over And at the same time, like, I was having to pay for just certain things that were kind of, like, lowering my savings more than I would have liked. (laughs) And uh, being in a pandemic, like, I was getting nervous about that, but I really kept my mindset even stronger and had a different perspective. And I knew that like no matter what, like I was, I was supported. I was taken care of. I was, you know, more abundant. Like I'm still blessed for the life I'm living and this and that. And I just stayed strong in that mindset. So long story short about the car actually is after about seven and a half hours later, this man, um, you know, they worked an hour after close, which I definitely appreciated, but he, um, said that something else was still leaking and he couldn't figure it out. Like the wife is trying to force me out. I'm freaking out because I'm leaving up to go out of town the next day. Like I'm panicking. My anxiety is all worked up. I'm crying. I'm just freaking out. And I was like, no, I need it done now. Like I can't, I, I just like had not experienced anxiety like that in a really long time. And he was like, no, like I'll, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. So 20 minutes later, he fixes it. His wife comes in and gets me and he's like, all right, you're good to go. Enjoy the holidays. And I was like, all right, like, what do I owe you? And he's like, no, just enjoy the holidays. And I was like, what are you talking about? What do I owe? And he's like, enjoy the holidays. So he did a whole $800 break line job for absolutely free. And something like that, something so small would have, like, that would have never happened And I had grown so accustomed to expecting the worst 
And that's because my mindset was so used to getting the worst. And I had this self-limiting belief that everything is not going to work out in my favor. And I noticed this, uh, especially these last few months, like every time I like hear those doubts and hear those thoughts coming in and become so quick to rewire them almost and like, you know, tune them out and know that that's not true. Like I have access to unlimited possibilities and abundances out there. And like, I attract that into my life. Ever since I started that perspective, that has been the result in doing so is that these opportunities come in. So like, as I was saying, like my savings at one point was dipping lower and lower and I was just getting worried, but I was like, no, like I know everything will work out for me. Everything does work out for me. Like I attract money into my life. I attract abundance. Like I am content with everything I have now, like this and that. And then like new random opportunities for money and abundance were just flowing my way every single day. Like I would get to the point where I was like, oh, I need new leggings. And then the next day a company would reach out to me to partner with me and send me free leggings. And it got to a point where I was like, whoa, what is this magic manifestation? That's what it is. But it did take me almost four years to break that vicious cycle of not changing my perspective and not valuing my health or my body or myself for that matter. And I really limited myself by not channeling the power that I have. Like we have so much power within our minds and we don't even realize it. Like the signs we see in the just different things in how we see the world, like that's because we choose to see them that way. And when you rewire your subconscious and rewire your brain into seeing them differently, you see them differently. And it it's not always an easy process, but once you get there, it it's insane how like, it's like night and day, the way you are able to switch and uh, see something completely different. And I'm not saying it'll take you that long to break your cycle, whatever it may be, but it it might. And honestly, it might even take longer or shorter, depending on what types of lessons your soul has to learn within this lifetime. But I think that's also such a beautiful thing to think about is that we all are here to strive to find our purpose in this world. And we fight so hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And we want to give up half the time and throw in the towel and We change direction so many times because we don't know what's right or what's wrong. And we have all this external influence from friends and family and acquaintances and our, you know, our bank accounts telling us, well, this job will make you no money. So you should definitely take the higher paying job. And it's something you don't even want to do with your life and society, what society tells you, and it paints this picture like your path in life isn't clear and you don't know where to turn because you focus on so much of the external influence. You forgot how powerful you are and you forgot to listen to your own internal influence and you care so much about how the world sees you and how other people see you that you don't even follow your passion in life. Like, You may have honestly studied a degree in college for four years and you think like 
if you don't get a job in that field, you're a complete failure. And if it's something you absolutely want to do and you're just trying and trying and trying, that's one thing. But if it's something you've come to realize, like, I don't even want to do this, but I wasted like four or five, six, however many years on it. So I feel obligated to do that. You are not obligated to do anything in this lifetime. It's only what you choose to do. You are not obligated to do anything. It's all a choice. And like I talked about choice in the last episode, if you want to give that a listen. But it, you know, it just takes your time. It, It takes learning your soul's lessons to get there and finding that purpose and finding that vision and what really makes your heart sing as cheesy as that sounds but it is that's what you have to do is you have to learn those lessons you have to transform your mindset and your subconscious and you have to you know heal those past experiences heal the things that hurt you heal the inner child trauma let it go forgive yourself learn self-acceptance Learn to be healthy and happy and not focus on a number, not focus on what someone else tells you to do, not focus on losing weight to hopefully be in a relationship or be wanted by men. No, that's not the key to life. The key to life is learning the lessons you have in order to find your vision and find your purpose to raise the world and the people around you to a greater vibration, a greater, higher power a higher consciousness one that like radiates this positivity and self-acceptance and individuality and love and um sorry I went off on a tangent but it has taken me so long to realize that everything I could ever want in this world is right inside my head but I actually never took that time to do the work to heal that past trauma to heal the pain to work on my mental health my physical health my struggles with codependency And now I speak out for everyone because there is such a brighter side to life and you just have to choose to see it. And you all are such lights in this world. You all have this power more than you could ever realize, honestly. And I know the road is hard. Trust me, I've been through it. There's a lot of things a lot of people don't know about me that I've gone through stuff that my family doesn't even know that I've done or I eventually have opened up a little bit about it but and I am more open about it now just because like I have gone through it and I want people to be more aware that I have gone through these things and so I can relate to you don't think that just because I post now and now I'm like healthy and fit and happy and positive all the time that I don't experience darkness because that's not true at all so um I know the road is hard and it does take some time and negative experiences and emotions are honestly unavoidable and what goes down though must come up And those negative experiences and emotions I've talked about before show you the things you need to heal within yourself, the things you need to let go of, the things you need to accept within yourself, the light and dark side, all parts of you, um, the things you need to forgive and let go of, 
And those negative experiences and emotions also lead you down a path of clarity, believe it or not. It shows you what you don't want, what you don't want to experience anymore. And I I think that's awesome because before I would stress so much positivity that I ignored my negative emotions. Like everyone knew me as someone who's so positive and happy. I can't let them see me in a dark, vulnerable time. But the more I embraced my negative emotions, the more I became more powerful in switching um, that emotion or learning how to feel that emotion for like 30 minutes an hour, however long, cry out, listen to some music, vibe, you know, and then let it go. Or I would journal it out and let it go because that negative emotion doesn't define me. That one bad experience does not define me. It should not define how my personality is. It should not define how I see the world and how I see other people. And I know I've used that in dating for a long time. It's from my past toxic relationship. I have learned to see men or dating the same way as that relationship. And I have finally reached a point where I've let go all aspects, all sadness, all anger, all emotional trauma and stuff associated with that relationship because I don't, that one bad person who actually taught me more about the world and myself from treating me so poorly, um, I don't want to drag that into meeting someone new who is completely different. But in my brain, I'm thinking they're the same because of the same experiences I'm used to. And that's when it comes down to the self-limiting beliefs, which I do talk about earlier on in this season. <laughs> um... But the more I did let those negative emotions become who I was, the more negativity I experienced. But the more I let those negative emotions give me power, clarity, and direction by feeling them and releasing them and understanding who I was, the more I understood me and what I wanted for my life. Negative emotions are not meant to experience not meant to be experienced to keep you down in the dumps the very cause of your pain is the very thing being reflected back to you in order to heal grow and plant the seeds for the life you truly envision and i know anxiety has always been my biggest fault on my journey and i don't necessarily mean fault in a negative way but it was just something i convinced myself that was something always in my brain that I never be able to get rid of and I avoided it with my unhealthy codependencies just as I let it control me with crazy healthy obsessions I developed at one time and that included my running obsession towards the beginning of COVID and not eating at the same time and I let anxiety control my relationship with people, friends, family, food, all all of it, uh, the way I view myself and the world. And I was always just, as I said, I was always prepared for the worst. And I wanted to avoid being alone at all costs because I knew that in the end, I would just be in my room crying with worry and fear about someone leaving me or something going wrong or negative emotions and past traumas I didn't want to face or negative doubts about me and who I was, or financials, or job security, or like anything ever, (laughs) my body, the world, 
like I didn't want to be alone with those thoughts and I definitely didn't want to be alone with my sadness and I think that's like one of the biggest issues we all face is that we are so scared to feel anger and sadness and depression we are so scared of those emotions but those are the very emotions that if we actually sit with them and feel them those are the very ones that can set us free to a whole new ball game in life and anxiety was the one thing I let take away my power I was so focused on worrying about the future worrying about the past past mistakes regrets I've made the pandemic the pandemic though (laughs) the pandemic though actually led me to be forced to sit with those emotions because like we were all isolated I had no choice but to run a million miles a day and just sit and listen to music and journal I had nothing else to do and in doing so I experienced a lot of hurt and I definitely think April through May was probably the hardest of it all um it did it still was pretty bad over the summer but uh definitely April through May I probably cried all day every day um but I definitely learned so much about myself I learned self-forgiveness and acceptance and I worked on healing pain and trauma my fear of abandonment my codependency is rejection the inner child within me who's still obviously hurting from that one time she was rejected in the seventh grade dance kidding um my self-limiting beliefs and you know what since I've truly dealt with those things that I needed to and allowed myself to feel and have validated those emotions even when I think I've made a mistake or whatever the case may be I don't beat myself up I validate my emotions, whatever I'm feeling, whether I'm angry, sad, you know, the whole nine yards. I experience, I validate, and I sit with my emotions. And if they are painful and harsh, I feel those as sucky as it may be, and then I let them go. And I'm just so proud of the growth I have truly accomplished over this year because of that. And I know it's been a tough year for everyone and it is going to get better and I truly believe that because I think this was the year where we were all kind of forced to deal with things we've been avoiding for so long and some people have been like extremely productive and worked on themselves a lot throughout this last year and some people you know, didn't. And that's okay. Whatever was meant for you happened for a reason. And that's okay. We all experience our own different realities. But I think at the end of the day this year really took a toll on us all. But I think it's going to serve us to a greater degree in uh, this next year, actually, with uh, I think there's going to be just more love, um, more uplifting supportive communities it might be hard at first and crazy going into this next year but I truly do believe that we are gaining a higher awareness and a higher self-consciousness and becoming one and appreciating and accepting others despite the boomers still out there but you know what can you do (laughs) But I hope you guys have had the best 
2020 you could have had. I hope it was full of lessons and blessings and just different things you've learned. I hope you got the chance to appreciate life more. I hope you got the chance to maybe try out a new hobby, um, find something new about yourself, something you enjoy, maybe a new direction in your life, or maybe you just chilled and binged the office and ate popcorn because like same, but I hope this year was whatever, I don't, how do I want to, I guess what I'm trying to say is I hope this year brought what was meant for you, um, which obviously what was meant for you was meant for you, and um, I just hope you're ready for 2021 because it's going to be an exhilarating year. I know we all had high hopes for 2020, but I think this actually was a big blessing despite all the craziness and again, not being insensitive, but I think this was a blessing to show us a little path of redirection into what actually matters, which is health and relationships and our hobbies and things that make our heart happy, not slaving over a nine to five job for, for what, you know? So I hope you guys have had the best 2020 you could have possibly had. And oh my gosh, this is so crazy. I guess I'll see y'all next year. Thank you so much for joining my journey this last year and hopefully we make more more memories learn more lessons and grow even more so i'll talk to you guys in 2021